Hey guys, welcome to week 1 of my podcast. This week will encompass all news from Monday 7 September to Sunday 13 September. So let's start on Monday we found out that the Directorate General of Civil Aviation which is the DGCA has come to the aid of all the passengers who had booked their flights but could not go due to the COVID-19 restrictions that were imposed. Uh, the DGCA has issued guidelines saying all airlines need to refund uh, all the money back to the passengers immediately or create a credit shell which shall be valid till March 31st 2021 in case of non utilization of credit till June 30th 2020 a 0.5% interest on credit should be given and if it still isn't utilized by March 31 2021 then full refund of the money has to be issued to the passengers Next up we lost Swami Bharati Kesavananda his major contribution in his life was that when he filed a case against the Kerala High Court uh, owing to his land which led to the creation of the basic structure doctrine which is that amendments can't violate the basic values of the constitution was passed and it was considered to be one of the most revolutionary landmark cases of the Supreme Court Next up we had FCRA clearance uh revoked for six NGOs most of them being Christian NGOs FCRA is the Foreign Contribution Regulation Act what it does it lays out some guidelines regarding receiving foreign funds and donations um for domestic NGOs and domestic organizations now while the reason for cancelling of this uh, FCRA uh for clearance for these ngos hasn't been really shared with us there is a lot of speculation that forced conversions were going on in these christian ngos and that's why the uh clearance has been revoked next up head constable ratan lal who was killed during the north east delhi riots we have seen some development in those cases whereby two uh suspects have been held into custody and although they have been charged with the relevant sections under the criminal procedure code interestingly section 153a hasn't been applied section 153a is, uh, talks about propagating enmity between two groups on the basis of religion or caste or language etc so that is something that is interesting considering that there is no um, propagation of, of hatred or violence on the basis of religion as they have earlier speculated next about hong kong protests uh, partially elected legislatures elections were cancelled stating covid-19 and all the problems that come with it but this news was unsurprisingly not taken very well by all the protesters that have been vouching and protesting for democracy in hong kong this move has been seen as just an excuse to further suppress the voices of those who want a democratically elected government and more freedoms and rights of people in the country of hong kong next there has been a lot of friction between germany and russia uh, navalny alexei navalny uh, was considered to be poisoned using a soviet era poison poisoning agent called novichok they uh germany has threatened actions along with eu allies against russia 
if they do not provide adequate defense or adequate evidence against them poisoning Alexei Navalny. And uh, one of the major threats that Germany has posed to Russia is that they will uh, stop any further development of the, no of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which is the natural gas pipeline between uh, Russia and Germany, which is to be released in the future. Next about the UK Brexit, there is still no deal between EU and UK as the final date of Brexit approaches, which is 31st December 2020. David Frost blames past regime and Johnson, Boris Johnson says that United Kingdom will quit Brexit talks if there are no deals by October 15. Um, David Frost has also said that we are not going to be a client state and we are not going to compromise on the fundamentals of having control over our own laws. Which is very surprising coming from a British uh, elected person in the cabinet because if you see UK's history, all they have to do is make countries compromise on the fundamentals of having control over their own laws. Next, uh, Britain has said that they'll have their own customs and checks established for trade between Republic of Ireland and North Ireland to preserve their sovereignty over Northern Ireland. This move has not been taken well by the uh, European Union and uh, while Boris Johnson claims that European Union is secretly trying to impose a food blockade between Northern Ireland and Republic of Ireland. Next up on Tuesday 8th September, the West Bengal finance minister says that the number of policies that the government has dished out regarding um, financial stimulus for COVID-19 victims is not really great and he says that says law is not applicable what says law says is that supply creates demand and the west bengal finance minister is of the clear view that just creating supply wouldn't actually create demand as it is clearly being seen msmes are afraid of taking loans in a period of small demand as is obvious and most of the stimulus loan is not based on fiscal remuneration but on loans which again is something that a lot of small businessmen and small industries are not really willing to take at this point of time. Secondly, uh, India released and demonstrated their powers using hypersonic technology demonstrator vehicle which is HSTDV. Uh, this um, HSDTV can reach speeds up to Mark 6 which is 6 times the speed of sound. Only US, Russia and China have been able to create such a technology and now India is in this very elite group. Uh, this HSDTV flies low and under the radar and has a scramjet which means supersonic combustion engine and this implies that air enters the engine at Mark 2 speeds and then combines and ignites the atomized fuel that is present in the engine which gives its its speed. Now this test of the hypersonic technology was uh, carried out and it flew for 20 seconds and then landed into the Bay of Bengal. Next up, Pakistan has been criticized for trying to reform Balochistan which are in a way that is very religio-patriotic. Claims of jihadi literature being taught and propagated is being uh, alleged over Pakistan. Inculcation of Islam by radical groups with ideologies in common to the Afghan militants during Soviet invasion has been seen during the reform period 
that Pakistan has uh, undertaken during the reform of Balochistan and mainly this has been seen as a move to plunder Balochistan of its natural resources moreover Pakistan and China CPEC which is the China Pakistan economic corridor sees Balochistan as a very valuable asset when it comes to furthering of their own vested interests next um kafil khan was recently re- released by allahabad high court where they found that there is no reason for him to be behind bars they have uh, uh, agreed upon the fact that the draconian uapa law which allows uh, preventive detention without any sort of trial or without any sort of information is against the basic constitution it was also held in the court that dr kafil khan statement was taken into isolation by the district magistrate and in the no way try to propagate violence or hatred what i believe is that indian judicial system is very slow and uh, you've seen terror accused people released after decades their innocence being proved after decades and well this just goes on to show that if we are not if we using preventive detention to just shut off dissent then we are no better than china and let's not even talk about china preventive detention using to curb voice of the people is not very democratic and india should really be better one of the main things that really allow the governments to just go on and uh, detain people without any sort of uh, moral compass is that they don't have to provide restitution after their innocence is proved which means that once a person that was accused of being guilty is found innocent he is bound to get no compensation from the government or those who accused him and i guess some sort of restitution must be provided although it was struck down by the supreme court because they they came to the conclusion that providing restitution might set a wrong precedent but one has to make sure that such a clause is added in the uapa where preventive detention is not used in a way that is considered to be undemocratic moreover any sort of responsibility adding uh, on the government would further act as a deterrent because it will be holding the state accountable next wednesday on 9th september um upon further reading we found out that the problem in india isn't that the ministers are criminal or uneducated but there is a coherent lack of um, internal democracy even in the united states of america where there is a different type of democracy decisions are hard to come by which means that the problem isn't with the type of government either what we've seen is that ministers in india they often try and serve particularly their constituencies their vote banks they don't realize that if they work in the interests of the whole nation inevitably their constitutes constituencies will also progress so what i believe should happen is that the ministers who are elected into the parliament into the lok sabha and rajya sabha they should not really care so much about the constituencies instead they should their sole focus should be towards uh, propagating the interests of the nation 
while the local governments can act in accordance with the public in accordance with the panchayats in accordance with the local leaders to better know the interests of the people and serve them direct democracy might work on a local level it doesn't really work on a national level as we've seen in the brexit referendum which has been highly polarized highly polarized between the british population next um, the vaccine has shown some signs of progress uh, the vaccine for covid-19 although the trials were stopped by astrazeneca and subsequently by the serum institute of india due to some abnormality uh, that came up in one of the patients on who on uh, whom the trial was being conducted but uh, the trials have once again resumed they are in phase 3 and one has estimated that uh, the vaccine shall be available by the first quarter of 2021 what the who officials have said is that of the covid-19 vaccine we should make sure that the vaccine should be available to some people in most countries rather than most people in some countries so that a global sort of equilibrium can be achieved next the question hour was suspended in the monsoon session of the parliament which had originally received a lot of opposition criticism and flag from the opposition but as the days progressed it seemed to become lesser and lesser in terms of uh, vehemence and in terms of magnitude uh, the opposition ruled assemblies themselves in kerala punjab west bengal all did not have a question hour earlier so this was considered to be one of a uh, one of the hypocrisies that the opposition has shown in the recent times moreover a lot of mps notable mps like sonia gandhi rahul gandhi who were originally criticizing the parliament for not having a question hour have not even attended the monsoon session of the parliament so that is something that needs to be looked upon on anyway this is not in any way any sort of justification or this does not remove the responsibility of the government to have a question hour and to be accountable for all of its actions especially in such a challenging time uh moreover the philosophy of atal bihari vajpayee and jawaharlal nehru who used to believe that a government should be questioned at regular intervals and should be and should be uh, asked about their actions and should be held accountable would not really be impressed with the kind of parliament that we have right now next up the sterilite plant in tamil nadu uh, was struck down again after its plea to reopen uh, this move was done by the madras high court after it was uh, considered to be not safe and was considered to not be up to the standards it was opened originally after being rejected by the maharashtra and the goa government in tamil nadu uh, originally the plant was closed after the police fired on protesters who were agitating against the pollution that was caused by the plant this move exhibits a lack of proper governance and care by the authorities when the plant was first being established because a lot of livelihoods around the sterilite plant were based and dependent on the plant's functioning and working and now all of them seem to be out of work because of the negligence that was present first during the time of the establishment
next up on friday uh, the sco meeting which is the shanghai cooperation cooperation organization meeting was concluded where uh, s jay shankar india's foreign minister met the representatives from china's pakistan tajikistan kyrgyzstan or kyrgyz republic and kazakhstan only pakistan foreign minister was not uh, meeting the indian minister and because and that was due to pakistan claiming that india's actions are a threat to international sovereignty and peace and they need to not make any further unilateral actions against china on the border next up we have the agricultural sector which has been touted to be the forefront for economic revival the story behind the scenes is quite different because the rabi crops market arrival has been falling which means that the formal way of selling to the middleman or in the markets where they actually get insured minimum support price has fallen down and the farmers have instead had to resort to means where they do not even get the minimum support price secondly we have seen that um, a lot of uh, inflation has been there but that does not really support the farmers because inflation has been there due to the disruption in the supply chain and because of the middlemen uh, the gross value added by agriculture is 15% which means that 1% growth in uh, gva will need a 6% growth in agriculture which is not realistic as of today's numbers secondly uh, schemes are not adequate to support the farmers what i propose is that there should be an interest waiver instead of a loan moratorium because even now after such a prolonged period and even despite multiple unlock phases uh, the farmers haven't made enough money to repay the loans plus under pm kisan uh, scheme they should be given 12000 instead of 6000 so that they can further better their produce and sustain their livelihoods thirdly uh one needs to uh increase the compensation which has been the least in the last decade as per the numbers minimum support price needs to be 150% of the cost of production and not predetermined set numbers which are very arbitrary and really do not help the farmers next up in iraq uh a lot of researchers and scholars have taken note that iraq needs to take care that the void left by the us troop removal isn't occupied the occupied by the militants or the isis people uh government has asked for the us troop removal from iraq after us had attacked iran leader soleimani earlier this year and then subsequently the iranian forces had attacked the us military base Moreover Iran and Shia militants also have uh, an increased influence in Iraq now which has become really very problematic for the US troops amid pressure to Donald Trump over calling back the troops from Iraq so that they can be safe back home in the US and not have to unnecessarily be the puppets of US uh, quest in trying to uh, take control of the world Next up on Sunday um, PM Cares was given an FCRA clearance as I said earlier FCRA is the Foreign Contribution Regulation Act 
now upon issuing of multiple rtis which is the right to information government has denied rti stating that this is a fiduciary relationship moreover pm cares is a third party entity and hasn't been formed under a central or state government act this also means that it won't be audited by the comptroller and auditor general cag and this really brings into question the uh, the authenticity and the transparency of government when it comes to the handling of pm cares funds which was produced first hand to and established first hand to help the people who were in need that were affected from the pandemic considering that the pandemic affected people affected people haven't really been compensated well enough and there are still thousands and lakhs of people who are still struggling pm cares fund needs to be more accountable and needs to show more transparency and authority and authenticity next we have bahrain which recently tied uh, tied a very normalized tie with uh, israel and it is now one of the few countries arab countries that have normalized relations with israel this makes us think about the next action being taken by saudi arabia considering how saudi arabia is a huge has a huge influence over bahrain in the arab uprising bahrain took the help of saudi arabia in making sure that no instability prevailed in the kingdom of bahrain plus the wealthy privileged minority of sunni people who rule the kingdom of bahrain have to make sure that the shiite majority that is present in bahrain does not overthrow their power and for that they constantly rely on saudi arabia while bahrain normalizing ties ties with israel does not really imply that saudi arabia will too but this is a very interesting development considering how saudi arabia has an influence over bahrain and how saudi arabia has consistently talked about the rights of the palestinians and how a proper sovereign border should be established a sovereign territory of palestine should be established lastly the epfo which is the employees provident fund organization um what this is is that it takes some part of the salary of the employees and out of which the to- the total fund out of which 15% is invested in equity and the remaining in debt funds now the debt funds give a fixed return as expected but the equity funds depend largely on the market and since markets are not in a good shape right now a lot of uh, delay is there in selling those commodities and assets and hence there has been a delay in compensating the people that were the beneficiaries of the epfo fund what they are thinking of right now is giving 8.15% interest payments and 0.35% credit that should be compensated by december 31st now there has been no indication that this will be done as a two step process it is still considered to be done in a uh in a one step process but we will have to see the situation and the market situation and have to progress in a similar fashion and that is all for the week of monday 7 september to sunday 13 september hope you learned something from this podcast thank you for tuning in